Hey everyone, it's MJ and thank you for joining me. You know, I thank the Lord for his mercy. Where will we be without it? But I recently learned that there is another side and you may be wondering, well, what is the other side and how do I get there? I'm glad you asked because in this episode, we're going to break it down for you. Please join me and Pastor Bobby Walton as we discuss the other side of mercy. You don't want to miss this episode, so please stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's MJ. Thank you for joining me once again. I hope you are having an incredible day today. I just want to take this time to say thank you to all of our listeners and subscribers and those of you who are new to the Change My Life family. Welcome. I hope that you would subscribe. There'll be many inspirational episodes that will be coming your way. And don't forget, you can also stay connected with us on social media. We are on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. So thanks again for your love and support. Okay, I am super excited about today's episode and my very special guest. He is an effective communicator of God's word. He is known for his practical and dynamic teaching style, which helps people apply the timeless truth of scripture to their everyday lives. One of his quotes is knowing God is better than knowing the answer because he is the answer. None other than Pastor Bobby Walton. Thank you for being here today. Thank you, MJ. Um, I'm happy to be here with you. Yes, yes. And I am super excited. Uh, I was on a Bible study where Pastor Bobby Walton was talking about the other side of mercy. And I said, "Ooh, I have to interview him because I really wanted to know more about this topic. And I thank the Lord for his mercy and his grace. We serve such a merciful God, but there's an there's another side of mercy. Yes. And that is what we're going to discuss today. So please share this episode with someone. And I know you're going to be blessed by today's episode. So here we go. So I'm going to read Lamentations 3, 22 through 23. And it reads, It is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. So Pastor Bobby, can I call you Pastor Bobby? Yes. So Pastor Bobby, can you break that down for us real quick? Well, the word says it is the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Yes. Um, Consumed means to be overtaken. Mm. Um, And it was because of the Lord's mercy that we were not overtaken in our sin that um, we had going on in our lives. In order to receive mercy, we must give it first. That's the first thing that we must do. Um, And and it's by God's grace that we are not consumed, that we are not overtaken with our sin. We are not consumed because God had grace and mercy on us for the things that we have done that's wrong in his eyesight. And for others, we should have that same grace, that same mercy and that same compassion. Um, And it, it says in a word, because his compassion failed not. His compassion is everlasting. His compassion is always there. And um, it's every day, every day. He gives us every morning that you get up, you get new mercy. Every morning that you get up, that's a, a day that you could get it right. And so when the Lord gives you a day to get it right, then you should thank him 
because you're on the other side of mercy. (laughs) Yes, this is good. This is good. Yes, I'm truly grateful for God's mercy. Like, could you imagine if we didn't have his mercy? If we didn't have his grace? Oh, God. If he took it away from us for like 24 hours? Oh, God. I, I just feel like so many people, like, they take advantage of it or they don't really think about it. Mm-hmm. But if God took his grace away from you for 24 hours, not even 24 hours, 24 minutes. Uh, I don't think none of us would survive. We wouldn't. You know. So we need to really be grateful for God's grace and his mercy. Yes. So he's so good. So you were in a situation where someone showed you mercy <laughs> and I would yes. like for you to tell our listeners about that experience. Um, when I preached the sermon, um, I was talking about a time when I used to do social work and I was dealing with at risk teens and the kids were very bad children that had gotten kicked out of all types of schools and everything else. So I was the um, child's mentor. And also um, I did a lot of things for them would go to school take them to school and everything else. So one of my clients, he was always late. He was always late and we were running late and I had him in a car and um, there was a bus in front of me and you're not supposed to turn in front of a bus. Right. And so I decided to go around the bus and turn <laughs> in front of the bus. Oh. And as I uh, turned, I looked in the rearview mirror, I saw the lights flash and I knew exactly what was coming my way. <laughs> Okay. And so the cop pulled me over as a young lady and she came out and she said to me, um, did you know what you did wrong? I said, yes, I know exactly what I did wrong. And I'm sorry. She said, well, give me proof of insurance and give me your um, driver's license. Now, I pulled out my driver's license and my proof of insurance. But on top of that, I gave my identification uh, that I work for Chicago public schools and I gave her my identification and I gave her everything. I gave her my driver's license. I gave her everything else. And she she looked at it and she said, so what do you do? I said, I'm a mentor for this young man. And she said, well, you're not showing a great example right now <laughs> by breaking the law. Okay. And I said, yes, you're correct. And so she said, well, I want you to slow down and uh, have a good day. And so the Lord was dealing with me. In that instance, I was showed mercy, Mm. but I had to realize that she didn't know who I was until she got my identification. And the Lord shows us mercy because of our identification, because we belong to him. Just like she understood that we both had the same boss. Um, You have to understand when you belong to God, he knows your identification. He knows exactly who you are and whose you are. So he shows us mercy every day because we have that identification. We can relate to whatever it is. And so I was showed mercy in that instance. So that was just uh, one story to show how good God's grace and mercy is. That's good stuff. (laughs) That really is. That's good. Because think about it. If she didn't show you mercy, Mm -hmm. where would you have been? Uh, you would have been in trouble, right? In trouble, and right? Would have got a ticket too. <laughs> I would have had to pay the ticket, right? So you know, um, and it was it was good that the Lord. Um, I always say God looks out for uh, babies and fools. Yes he, does. <laughs> yes, he does. So I have to ask you. I have to get to the meat of this episode. What is on the other side of mercy? You know, I've never heard it 
said in that way before. So please break that down for us. The other side of mercy. Well, see, there's two sides of mercy. Okay. One is that God shows us mercy. But in order for us to receive mercy, we have to give mercy. So it's always a flip side to anything that God does. I always say it's a cause and effect. Anything that he gives us, it always is a cause and effect. Mercy is God not punishing us as our sin deserves. Sin deserves punishment. Yes. But God sees fit that we have. He has mercy on us that we don't get what we deserve. Mercy is when God doesn't give you what you really, really deserve. Do you understand the fact of that, that you deserve it? And he says, you know what? I'm not going to give it to you. I'm going to show mercy at that particular time. And grace, uh, grace is something that grace meets us where we are, but does not leave us where it found us. Hmm. So a lot of times we have to understand that grace, it, it, it gets us where we are, yes. but it does not leave us there. Hmm. Grace takes you out of that situation. God showed you grace. He showed you grace. He showed you favor. And I always say this, grace met us, but mercy kept us. Yes. So grace met you at your particular um, instance when things happen in your life. But it was mercy that kept us because it was the Lord's mercies every day on us that made us who we are and made us understand that we can't stay where we are. And I, I always talk about the word responsibility. We're all responsible. And one day I had to under break that down. What is your response and responsibility? Hmm. So a lot of times we don't understand that it's your response and the responsibility that you have. So I had to learn how are you responding to your responsibility? A lot of times we want to quit. We want to give up when we are responsible for people and individuals. There's a response that has to come about. So a lot of times we don't even understand the base word is response. Mm -hmm. How do you respond to God's mercy? How do you respond to God's grace? Not just for you, but for someone else. That's good. I am enjoying this. That is good. Praise God. I really, I mean, it's, I want to say kind of like it's common sense, but you said that in order to receive mercy, you You have to give give it. it. So uh, let me ask you this then, you know, is it wrong for the people of God to believe in karma? Um, Yes, I believe so, because um, I don't use the word karma. I wouldn't use the word karma because the Bible says in Galatians, but what a man soweth, he also reap. Mm -hmm. That's considered what they call karma, Karma, right? Right. But that's biblical. What you sow, you're also going to reap. And you will be rewarded the just results of your labor. Exactly. Whatever you labor, whatever your labor is, that's going to be the reward that you get. So if you sow bad, you receive bad. So a lot of times people are like, well, they're going to get, they're going to get it. They're going to get it. Mm-hmm. Or um, as believers say, you know, Lord, get them. <laughs> Or I'm going to show them or uh, I can't wait till you bless me, God, so I can show them. <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Lord is not going to bless you in any mess. He's not going to okay. bless you to show other people up mm-hmm. because that's pride. When you do that, that's pride. So 
I had to check myself and say, look, what is your response for this responsibility? I am responsible for my response. So I had to learn that I couldn't ask for karma to hit people, (laughs) but I had to understand God's mercy. Um, I never forget when I was growing up, it was a pastor. He was getting on somebody in church and everybody was mumbling and, and saying things like, you know, under their breath and everything else. My father said to me, he said, this is not the time for them to talk. This is the time for them to pray. So a lot of times we don't realize, and my father always would say, he said, you never know what somebody does when they go home, regardless of what we see them, you know, uh, have done or have been in trouble or whatever. You never know what they do when they go home. So God is so merciful. He can take them at that moment that he knows our God is so merciful that he will take somebody at the point of them knowing that they will... It's a chance they might do wrong again. He said, you know what? I love you so much. You're good. You repent it. You're right here where I need you to be. And so you won't make a mistake again. So you won't sin again. I'd rather take your life because it belongs to me now. Yes. That's his mercy. Yes. That's his mercy. God is so good. He's so good. So how do we get to the other side of mercy? Um, Forgiveness. Oh, forgiveness. Oh, forgiveness. I'm going to say it again. Talk about it, Pastor. Um, You have to forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Um, In order to get to that other side of mercy, it has to be forgiveness. It cannot be pride. It cannot be self-gratification. A lot of us, we love ourselves more than we love everything in the world. But sometimes we have to check ourselves to make sure that we are humble about what God is doing. How, you know, it amazes me a lot of times. I hate when people come to me and say, that was a great word because no, (laughs) I'm a vessel. God used me in that instance. Leave it where it is. Yes. Because the glory belongs to God. It does not belong to me. And I tell people all the time, even when I speak, I don't even know what I'm saying half of the time. It's the Lord using me in that particular time. So I'll forget. You guys might remember. You might write it down. But a lot of times when the Lord is just using you, you don't remember. You just remember what's in your heart and you give exactly what the Lord gave you. So on the other side, how do we get to the other side? Hosea 6 and 6 says, I'm paraphrasing, you know, um, Jesus says, uh, I desire mercy, not sacrifices. He desires your mercy for you to be merciful to others and not sacrifices. So them getting bulls and bullocks and putting it on the altar and sacrificing those things, it meant nothing to God. But can you show love to your brother? In Galatians, it says, if a brother is overtaken by a fault, ye which are spiritual, restore them in meekness, likewise considering yourself. So I always use that scripture. I say the end of that is consider yourself. yourself. That means consider yourself in the same situation the same person that you talked about, the same person that you ridiculed, the same person that you gossiped about. Consider that when you get in that position, how would you feel? He said, ye which are spiritual. So you can't be carnal minded. You can't be the person talking about, I'm going to get back at them. You can't be the person talking about, I'm going to get them. You can't be that person. But ye which are spiritual. That means that you have to have the spirit of the living God inside of you. The Holy Spirit. That's going to guide you to all truth. 
And Jesus did all that. Jesus healed the sick, welcomed the stranger, pardoned those who persecuted him. Yes, he did. Um, and even those that tried to kill him, he forgave. He forgave them. So look at this. I thought about it. I said, look, look, look at this. In the midst of all of that, when he was on the cross, he still had mercy. He still had mercy. He said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yes. He asked his father to forgive them in the midst of them trying to kill him. He still had mercy. How much more can we ask of God that he would still love us in spite of what we did to them? In spite of what we did to him, he still loved us. Yes, he did. In spite of how we spat on him, how we, we whooped him, how we dragged him back and forth, how we pierced him in the side, he still loved us. He still cared for us. He still had compassion for us. He still showed his compassion to us in spite of. So I always use, I always say, love people in spite of. Yes. You have to love people in spite of. And sometimes it's hard. Oh, yeah. It's hard to love people. Yes. It is. It's very hard to love people, especially those that have done you wrong and won't apologize <laughs> and won't say, I'm sorry. And they have their pride. But you have to learn that you still have to love people in spite of. And that's what Jesus taught us. That's how his mercy came. So that's how you can get to the other side of mercy. Yeah. That, oh, my goodness. So, so good. And I know that can be challenging for some people to forgive, but I think they'll be encouraged if you tell them what's on the other side of mercy. Well, on the other side of mercy is uh, forgiveness. On the other side of mercy, there's peace. There's joy. There's happiness. On the other side of mercy, that's freedom, freedom to walk right, freedom to talk right, freedom to love right, freedom to live right um, on the other side of mercy. Because when you forgive and show mercy, the love and the mercy that God gives you is a greater love that we have ever seen. And so I had to learn that when I forgive someone, I was able to go to the other side. I was able to see the peace on the other side. I was able to see the joy on the other side. I was able to see uh, relationships built back together on the other side. When you can forgive people who they have done you wrong, when you can look them in the face and still have, be at peace, still have joy. You might have got that divorce. Now you can look at your ex and say, I love you anyhow. You, you, you might have had somebody molest you and you still could be in the same room with them and still show them love. You might have had somebody that gossiped about you and you know that they don't like you. And you can still look them in the face and say, God bless you without being hurtful, without being painful, without without um, showing strife, without showing any ill feelings towards someone. That's how you know you're delivered. Yes. A lot of us walk around with wounds. We still got open wounds and we walk around with wounds and the Lord wants us to be delivered because when you're delivered, you're healed. When you're delivered, you're set free. When you're delivered... That thing that used to bother you don't bother you anymore. So I had to learn that I couldn't focus on people. A lot of times people focus on people in church, but they do this and they do that. So what? It's not about them. It's about your relationship. Yeah. You can't do tit for tat. 
And a lot of times, as believers, that's what we believe. They, they did me wrong, I'm going to do them wrong. Karma. Karma. <laughs> right. Oh, it's going to come back and we praying. You praying to God to get somebody else <laughs> in trouble. Do you really think that's going to work on your end? So I had to learn. I said, you know, uh, yeah, while well, I hear people quoting the scriptures, do my prophet no harm. And no, you know, uh, uh, don't touch God's anointing. Yeah, I understand that. I understand perfectly what you're saying. But guess what? The Bible says that the wheat and the tear grow together. He'll do the separating. Yes. He will. So when I realized that God had to do the separating, you let God, because guess what? We, we want, man, crucify him. What did we say? We want to crucify Jesus Christ. We want to get rid of him. He had a choice. We had a choice. They said, give us Barabbas. Give us Barabbas. Crucify Jesus. We had a choice. And God gives us a choice now. When someone does you wrong, are you saying, give them up? Are you saying, let them be crucified? Or are you showing mercy? Because God showed you mercy when you messed up. When you did something wrong. So, I realized that this thing, mercy, we don't talk about it a lot. No. We talk about grace because grace is, you know, with entwined. But, you know, the Bible say grace and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And so we have those two things, those two gifts. The Lord gives us grace and his mercy. This is awesome. So awesome. And I'm enjoying this. Okay. Ooh, I thank God for his mercy. Yes. And his grace. And his grace. But I thank God for his mercy. I thank God for his mercy. And I'm just, I hope someone out there is encouraged that to get to the other side of mercy because that's where the peace, that's where the joy, that's where the freedom is on the other side. And I know it's challenging to forgive people who have done you wrong, but you cannot walk in true freedom until you do that. Right. So I encourage all of you all out there. I hope this episode is really encouraging you. Pastor Bobby, I just appreciate you coming and being on the show um, and MJ, just sharing. I'm, I'm always happy to, to give God's word. I'm always happy to share my experiences and my analogies um, because I, I believe Jesus always spoke in parables to help people to understand. And I believe that a lot of believers don't read. <laughs> they just listen. Yes. And so um, I'm a firm believer. I'm old school. I still write stuff on paper. I don't have a computer. Uh, you know, I do have a computer. It'll be very seldom you see me um, using, you know, a tablet or anything of that nature. Um, not because um, I can't do it. I just, I don't know. It's just something about the thesaurus and the dictionary and doing it the old school way. Yes, this was so good. And I know that someone out there has been touched by this. I've definitely been touched by it. Uh, I, I'm God. just sitting here like, wow, this praise is God. so awesome. So praise I appreciate God. that. Uh, if you don't mind, you, uh, if you could say a prayer for people yes. who maybe after listening, they want to get to the other side of mercy. Maybe they're struggling or, you know, they just need that extra encouragement to get to the other side if you can pray for those who are listening who are trying to get to the other side of mercy yes eternal god our father we thank you we thank you for this time of sharing we thank you for everyone under the sound of my voice god i pray right now god that you will show those who need mercy to give mercy god we pray that you will give us guidance that you will show us the way god that you will show us how to love others even though they might do us wrong and might uh, do us in 
the wrong way. But God, your mercy and your grace has always followed us, God. And God, we thank you for your mercy and your grace, God. Father, I pray for those who might have been hurt, who have not been healed yet, God, that you will deliver them, that you will set them free, God. The Bible says, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. God, we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for showing your love, your tender mercies to us, God. God, we pray that we will get on the other side of mercy, God, where we can have peace, joy, happiness, long suffering. God, we thank you right now for someone has suffered with us, God, and you have suffered with us in the midst of all our wrong and in the midst of everything that's going on in our lives, God. You have been merciful, God. And God, we thank you on today, God, because it was for your son, Jesus, that died on the cross for our sins, God, that showed us, God, ah, how grace and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, God. And God, I pray for those individuals that have bitter hearts, God, those that cannot forgive, God, that you will show them how to have compassion for others, God, even in the midst of how all the hurt, God, God, what hurt them, helped them, God. And they have to realize that everything that hurt them, helped them to be who the person that they are, God, from the foundation of this earth, God, even though they didn't want to go through those things, God. But God, we pray right now that you will continue to show us your tender mercies and your love and your everlasting times, that you will come and show up, God. And God, on tonight, God, that someone will be set free, someone will be delivered, someone will know who you are, God, and the pardon of their sins, God, that might ask, how can I be saved? Because I want to get on the other side of mercy. I want God to show me the other side of mercy. I want to show others the other side of mercy, where I can go to the other side of mercy when I need help, God. We thank you, and we magnify you, we glorify you, and we thank you for your son, Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Pastor Bobby for being here. And don't forget, you can stay connected with us on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram at Change My Life Podcast. And I hope you will subscribe because there'll be many inspirational episodes like this coming your way. Wow. Praise God. Who knew being on the other side of mercy would change my life?